0: Hey, this is Kaz, and this is Nightmares at Midnight. okay so we are doing the episode just a little bit different this time i have my daughter violet on the episode with us she is learning about egyptian stuff in school so i just figured now was a good time to talk about the mythical creature anubis so everybody say hi to violet hey (laughs) like i said This week's mythical creature is Anubis, a.k.a. Inpu, which means decay. Anubis is one of the best-known gods of ancient Egyptian mythology. He's famously depicted in ancient Egyptian art as a crouching jackal or dog, or as a man with a jackal's head. Anubis served as the god of mummification, which Violet knows a little bit about that. And then the ancient Egyptian technique of embalming the dead. So why don't you go ahead and tell us just a little bit about that then.
1: Okay, um, so they first start out with, they drain all the blood and everything because you don't want all that blood still in there. And then when they empty all the blood out, they cut either your left or right, I'm not sure exactly, side of your body and they take out the lungs the liver the intestines and all of that and the heart which they put back in later i'll tell you why after then they dry the intestines because they're all all the intestines and everything they're in jars and those jars is where they keep to put in with the mummy slash the dead body they put in salt the salt Uh, dries the body and kind of like makes it last longer. Then after the salt does its job, the priests come in. They bless the body to have a good afterlife. Then they put back in the heart because in the afterlife, the heart will technically keep it alive in the afterlife i think that's what they did or thought of in their belief system and then they would put the dead body inside of the sarcophagus which is the coffin but just in the other Times. In Egyptian
0: times yeah, yeah the
1: Egyptian times they decorate the sarcophagus with kind of her face on it with some jewelry some pretty paints and then they write in the ancient Egyptian language of what were your achievements and then they on the lower part they would put gods fighting each other or something like that Egyptian gods mostly which are nat- based off of nature and sometimes they put on anubis the god of the mummification but it's also known as also the god of death like Orisis? i can't say his name correctly osiris osiris thank you yeah um but those two are the egyptian egyptian gods of death
0: okay so there's a lot of different versions about anubis's birth and conception in early mythology, he is portrayed as the son of Ra. Uh, some traditions depicted him as the son of Ra and Nephthys? Neptheth- Nephthys? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> others as the illegitimate son of Nephthys and Osiris that was later adopted by Osiris's wife, Aset. And others believed that he was the son of Nephthys and Set. In the version which he is the son of Nephthys and Osiris, it is said that Nephthys tricked her brother Osiris into fathering her child by using a different appearance. Gross. Nephthys told her husband brother Set that the child was his, but he soon found out that it was not. As Set hated Osiris, he then planned to murder the child when it was born. Nephthys, therefore, abandoned the child at birth, hiding him in the marshes by the Nile River. The child was taken care by jackals and eventually found by a set that raised Inpu as her own kid, or, you know, Anubis as her own kid. When Anubis became an adult, he then paid her back by becoming her protector. The version in which he is a son of Nephthys and Set is not really that much different, It is said that after she got pregnant with Set's child, she tried to hide the pregnancy as she knew how violent Set could be. Fearing for Anubis, Nephthys gave Anubis to a Set that eventually raised him. So it's not much different, just the beginning of who's the dad is the main question, I think.
1: But another fact about the Egyptians is that the daughters, cousins, aunts... And the, like, fathers and everything like that, all the males and females in the family, it's a difficult, like, family tree because they would all, like, some will marry another and another would marry that they person. Would and then it would ancestral
0: yeah. marriages. Yes,
1: thank you. That's what they're called. Yeah. And that's why she did the, Nephetist did the, husband and brother thing
0: i mean it makes sense trying to keep it in the family and keep the you know pure genes but yeah (laughs) let's see so anubis's main center of worship was canopolis which means dog city in greek the culture of ancient egypt existed for thousands of years and over time, the role of Anubis has changed, but he always held an important place in Egyptian mythology. When User or Osiris, set out to conquer the world, Anubis accompanied him. Although this plan had to be postponed as Set murdered Osiris and tore his body into pieces. And Anubis helped the other gods to find pieces of Osiris's body. Anubis then embalmed the body so well that it never decayed. This is said to be the first mummy. Anubis is said to have performed the first Egyptian burial rites and to have introduced the practice of embalming the dead. And the chiefs of
1: doing the mummification... They wore a thing that looked like a jackal's head,
0: kind of a reminder of Anubis. Thousands of years ago in ancient Egypt, hungry jackals would dig up bodies buried in shallow desert graves and feed on them. And To ancient Egyptians who thought that a person's body needed to be preserved in order to enjoy the afterlife, this was a fate worse than death itself. People would pray and make offerings to the jackal god to spare the bodies of their loved ones. In this way, the jackal became associated with the dead and Anubis was worshipped as the god of the underworld. As burials became more complex, another pest became a threat to the comfortable afterlives of ancient Egyptians, grave robbers. After powerful people died, they would be buried with their favorite possessions and other valuable objects. Wasn't there one that got buried with his wife or which one was it that would kill off his wife as soon as when he was going to die? So it's
1: not just one pharaoh. So the pharaoh slash king slash rulers just in general, they are able to choose slaves. their Pets. Oh my gosh, I feel so bad for the animals back then. But, and the wives, even the ex-wives. But they could choose whoever they wanted. Well, I want you to die and be buried with me. Yep, pretty much. (laughs) And then uh, they all get buried. The guards kill the animals, kill the slaves, kill the wives.
0: Whichever ones are coming with. (laughs) I guess that was a a, a plus of being a pharaoh is you just get to kill off and
1: bring anybody with you you want. Yeah, if they wanted to, I think they could personally, like, kill everyone. Yeesh. Okay. That's, that's how,
0: like, royal they were. So, The ancient Egyptians believed that the deceased could could enjoy these objects in the afterlife, but the value of the grave goods would often attract thieves looking to make their present lives more comfortable rather than the afterlife. (laughs) to ward off would-be robbers artisans decorated tombs with sculptures and carvings of anubis priests inscribed curses into the tomb walls invoking the jackal god and promising punishment in this life and the next to any who desecrated the tombs
1: anubis was said to weigh the hearts of the dead on the scales of justice in the underworld judging the merit of their souls.
0: The oldest known mention of Anubis is in the Old Kingdom Pyramid texts, where he is associated with the burial of the king. As a busy mom, it can be hard to take care of yourself. Even harder when you need to leave the house alone for that self-care. My friend Jennifer has a solution for that. She offers in-home massage in the Wasilla and Palmer, Alaska area. Her business is called Anchored in Relaxation, and you can find her on Facebook and Square Appointments or by emailing anchoredinrelaxation at gmail.com. Mention you heard about her here for a free peppermint scalp massage added onto any massage. Another version is that way back before Egypt was even Egypt, a jackal-headed god named Kenti Amentiu ruled the land of the dead. At the city of Abidos, Kenti Amencio was Anubis' title, and he ruled cemeteries there for almost 2,000 years. Every once in a while, Wepwawet, a jackal god from the next town over, used this title, Sometimes Wapwawet was Anubis' title. Jackals apparently got confusing after a while because there were so many. A millennium later, Osiris came along, claimed Kenti Amentio as his title, and took over. Anubis got to keep the cemetery and serves King Osiris by bringing the dead to him. Anubis is very happy that he still gets to weigh their hearts, though, because that was his job.
1: It is very strange to mention the fact that Anubis did not have any kind of monument or temple dedicated to himself, statuettes of Anubis. Anubis have been found in the funerary belongings of characters of the first dynasty. As Lord Guardian of Necropolis, there was no one in ancient Egypt who did not know this god and his power was for all alike where he was known as a great warrior and iron defender who guided worthy souls to their final destination along with Osiris.
0: So there is a shrine on Anubis. The shrine is trapezoidal. The shrine is also made of wood with a layer of plaster covered with gold leaf. The top edge has an outcurving cavetto cornice with Taurus molding. I attached a picture to our Instagram so you can see what this shrine looks like. The sides are decorated with pillars, a symbol of endurance, which is linked closely with the god Osiris, which can stand for life, is a symbol of the goddess Isis, who is who Anubis was really close with and helped out. A design of recessed niches decorates the lower edge. Inscriptions run horizontally along the upper edge and and vertically along the sides on all faces of the shrine. The inscriptions invoke two manifestations of Anubis, which is he who is in his wrappings, and the first of the gods' hall. Inside the shrine are four small trays and a large compartment. The small trays contained cult objects like figurines of Ra and Thoth, there's wax figure of a bird in there, pieces of resin, two calcite cups containing a mix of salt, and the larger compartment inside the shrine contained jewelry, which was wrapped in linen and sealed, but had been disturbed by robbers. Which had
1: started putting the Anubis and the cursed writing on the tombs and everything, to keep the robbers away.
0: Apparently, there in these inscriptions is the curse of the pharaohs, like what she was just saying. Um, it says, "It is I who hinder the sand from choking the secret chamber, and who repel the one who would repel him with the desert flame. I have set aflame the desert. I have caused the path to be mistaken. I am for the protection of the deceased." So that's kind of cool. It's scary if you're a robber, but cool <laughs> otherwise. Yeah, cool for the people who don't rob the grave. Right, to see it. It'd be cool. You know yeah. that Konkan has been to Egypt? Yes, I know that. You've told me that before. Yeah, that's super cool. Okay. I don't know if I'd go there. I know that there's poisonous things there that can kill me. Scorpions, poisonous spiders, rattlesnakes. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> the statue of the jackal lying on the shrine is in the same posture and form as one hieroglyph for Anubis. However, this hieroglyph also signifies the title Anubis over the mysteries, apparently with a double meaning of Watcher and Master of Mysteries. So as far as Anubis merch, this one made Violet and I laugh a little bit because when I typed that in, there's a t-shirt that shows a picture of Anubis taking a selfie and says hashtag Anubis on it. I think that's funny.
1: I thought this was really funny because he's known for like being super serious about
0: death and blood mm-hmm. and mummification. Yeah. There is a bunch of merch that you can find though if that's something that you want to see. Uh, there's little figurines. They have costume and masks. yet yeah, for Halloween or necklaces. Like, I mean oh. it's if another thing I was going to mention too is that Anubis is pretty commonly known for being related to Lucifer in other belief systems. So they're kind of interchangeable Same character, different belief bases. Um, I think
1: in Demon Ball Z, Z, I don't remember, but there's a cat named Anubis in there. What's Demon Ball Z? Or something like
0: that. Dragon Ball Z? Oh, Dragon. Whoops. Whoa, (laughs) shame to the 90s. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Clearly not good parenting.
1: (laughs) Dragon Ball Z. (laughs) Apparently in Dragon Ball Z... I think. There's a cat named Anubis and looks like he's
0: an Egyptian cat. <laughs> so in Dragon Ball Z, it's Lord Beerus that I think you're talking about. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, I can see where they got it from, though. He has a very Egyptian-looking clothing, but pretty sure that that's meant to be a cat. It is a cat. Rather than the jackal, like he is.
1: That's what I meant by he looks like a cat instead of a jackal. Mm hmm. And it's kind of weird because he. he, No offense to the lovers of it but he kind of is like skinny and looks like he hasn't eaten enough mice. Well he's also a hairless cat. I know but sometimes they eat and sometimes get plump but not all of them are skinny. So apparently in the Scorpion King they have Anubis apparently and. Have you not seen the Scorpion King? Uh one of them not all. But there's a lot about Anubis. He is like one of
0: the most important people in the egyptian times oh maybe it was during the scorpion king i was thinking about because i know that anubis had struck a deal with the warrior that anubis would spare the scorpion king's life from a death in the deserts in 1923 a statue of anubis was put up by Hamanatra, the city of the dead
1: a secret compartment at the base of the statue contained the chest within it of the book of the dead uh he is in many of the hieroglyphics
0: all of the writings and um there was a 2016 movie the gods of egypt and he was in that one he was in the pyramid that came out in 2014 They have a book about Anubis called The Anubis Trial. There's one um, on thriftbooks.com that you can get that's literally the gates of Anubis. There's, uh, you can get that one also on bookoutlet.com. There's another book called The Anubis Oracle or The Anubis Prince. There's a bunch of books about him that you can read. I think on, on eBay there's a bunch too. So, I mean, there's definitely the opportunity to learn more about him. Um, This is just one that we picked because God of Death and Spooky and... I'm learning about it in school. Exactly. So it just kind of works out to use this one for this. Oh, and because
1: I also like Egyptian things, even before I learned it.
0: Okay, so that's about it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in. Did you have a good time?
1: Yes, I enjoyed this because it's about the Egyptians and everything like that.
0: Okay, good. I'm glad you did. Uh, and that's a wrap. And (laughs) catch us next time. Kayla's Kitchen and Closet downtown park falls is your local one-stop shop stop by the kitchen open monday through friday 8 a.m to 2 p.m where they are serving up your favorites for breakfast and lunch along with their always tasty lattes frappes desserts and much more the closet is open monday through friday 8 a.m to 5 p.m and saturday 9 a.m to 3 p.m they have everything you need from lounging at home to attending a special event including jewelry shoes and accessories find the perfect outfit a tasty treat, or just the right gift at Kayla's Kitchen and Closet downtown Park Falls or online at kaylaskitchenandcloset.com. Kayla and the crew are always there for you.